Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, today we've got a bit of information um, to help people out talking about the most, uh, the top 10 um, most in demand suburbs in Brisbane. Um, and before we do kick off, I just want to have a big shout out, thank you to Pauline, um, who um, works with us and um, has put all this information into some spreadsheets and collected all the data for, for Melinda and myself. Um, obviously, Melinda does a lot of this uh, data research, but Pauline's help is um, a big thank you to Pauline. Um, excellent job. And we can run through some of the numbers. Yes, welcome back, everybody. And we wouldn't know um, how to do this ourselves without the help of Pauline. She spends hours pulling this research from various data sources into spreadsheets, which allows me to then analyse the data and share with you, our listeners. Uh, And it's no different today. Uh, Pauline spent hours upon hours collating um, the most in-demand suburbs for us. And this information has come from prop tech information um, the realestate.com website uh, provides information at a suburb level on the number of visits per property. Um, and Pauline's even been able to break this down um, into houses and units. Um, and then even more specifically, we've got the number of visits per property for two bedroom houses, three bedroom houses, and four bedroom houses per postcode on every single suburb across all of Brisbane. So uh, this is going to be an exciting episode. There's a lot of information that um, we have in our spreadsheet. Now, of course, most of this information um, is information that we share with our clients. However, today we are going to be um, disclosing for every listener of our podcast what those top 10 locations are. And even more so than that, what type of home um, is most in demand in these locations? So is it a three-bedroom home? Is it a four-bedroom home? Um, that's the sort of information that we've got to share. And it's pretty exciting because there's some really interesting um, trends that we have seen emerging. So without um, without drowning people with all the information, um, what we'll do is we'll run through from, from 10 to 1. Um, we always like to start that way and keep the excitement to the last. Um, suburb, give you a bit of an idea of where that location is um, regarding like distance from the CBD and what direction. Um, and then we'll obviously the type of home, three bedroom, four bedroom, etc. Um, the, the amount of views on the property and the median price as well. And when we look at um, the number of views, it is based on all of the sales that have occurred in the last 12 months for a particular suburb. Um, and it is people who are seriously interested in buying listings for that product type in that suburb. So um, really interesting data and it does tell some interesting information. Now, before we before we kick off on, on that as well, um, just so you know, if people want to take notes of this type of thing as well, um, average views, um, if you have a look at the average views. Um, so if you're looking at a three bedroom house, 674. Yeah, so that's the average number of views for a three-bedroom house across all of Brisbane. And when I talk about Brisbane, today we're going to focus specifically on the Brisbane local government area. So they are homes that are in the Brisbane City Council region. So we've looked at the number of views across every single suburb um, and we've looked at the average number of views Um, for three-bedroom houses, and that sits at 670 views per property on average. 
And of course, I always like to talk about median values as well when it comes to real estate. Um, and the median number of views for all three bedroom houses in the Brisbane local government area um, is 671. So pretty much in line with the average. Remember, the average um, is simply adding all of the, the numbers up and dividing by the number of suburbs, whereas the median ranks those numbers from the lowest number to the highest number and picks out the middle score. So sometimes in real estate, um, the median is much more representative of a data set compared to the average. But in this case, the median value and the average or the mean value um, are pretty similar. So um, if you're looking for a three-bedroom house and you're um, competing with the average number of buyers, there's going to be about 674 people viewing that property on realestate.com. So that just gives you an understanding of what is average um, for a three-bedroom house. And a four-bedroom house goes up to 688 um, average views and then the median 645. So obviously there's some areas where um, the average number of views on a four-bedroom house is a lot higher and that's what's shifting the, the mean or the average number higher being 688, whereas when they're ranked from lowest to highest um, and that middle value is used or that median value, it's an average of or rather a median of 645 views per property. And that's just to provide context because when we talk about the top 10 most in-demand locations across Brisbane, the numbers and some of the views per listing is actually really high. So that just gives you a baseline um, of what we would consider the, um, the middle value, whether that's the mean or the median, it's still the middle value. Um, and it'll give you an understanding of how, how much demand is in certain locations across Brisbane. So if we, if we jump into it, number 10. Um, so the number 10 most in demand suburb is Cooperoo. Um, Cooperoo is um, located about 4.3 kilometres southeast of the CBD. Yeah, train line location, um, combination of housing types. You'll have some character Queenslander homes. You'll also have some low density um, homes, but you've also got some uh, medium density housing and a mixture of townhouses and units. So quite a, a mixed suburb in terms of property type. Um, now we can look at uh, the number of visits across two bedroom, three bedroom and four bedroom houses, but um, the most in-demand product type for this location and um, across all of Brisbane are four-bedroom houses in Cooperoo. And they attract an average of 1,562 views per listing. And the median, the median price for Cooperoo is $1,620,000. Yeah, so that, again, that's um, for a house in the current market. Um, what I always like to, to do is just have a think about well, when we've got high demand and low supply, obviously that can have an impact on the, the value growth of a property in a particular location. So we can then track back and say, okay, well, what's been the median value um, change over the last 10 years in um, the suburb like Cooperoo? Now, this is now um, suburb level data for all houses. Um, and we've seen 168% growth according to CoreLogic data over the last 10 years um, in Cooperoo. So that's a strong performing suburb. And what's interesting is that we can also have a look at how much growth has occurred just in the last 12 months in this suburb. So uh, Cooperoo has seen growth of 37.9% over the last 12 months. And then we can say, well, how much growth um, out of the last 10 years came through just in the last 12 months, and that's about 22% of that growth. So this is a suburb that uh, continues to perform, to perform regardless of greater market conditions because you've still got about 78% 
um, growth occurred in the preceding nine years uh, prior to the most recent price growth. And uh, coming in at number nine, um, we have Rochdale South. Um, Rochdale South is located um, down to the south of uh, the CBD, approximately 17.1 kilometres south, slightly east um, of the CBD. And that's coming in at ninth. And four bedroom homes are the most um, common um, properties that are, that are searched in that area. Yeah, so a total of 1,598. Um, visits per property for four bedroom houses in Rochdale South. So um, pretty strong demand for that property type there as well. Um, Rochdale uh, and Rochdale South, newer suburbs. So we have seen a lot of redevelopment in this area recently. Um, a lot of the land was larger lot land, but recently um, we've seen some smaller, newer developments approaching or, or being constructed in this location. So we see a lot of um, newer homes in this particular area. There's still more land uh, to be developed in that location as well. Um, so previously, a lot of emerging community land um, has been now built out uh, and to, to low density residential. So we don't see a lot of um, a huge volume of high density um, residential or, or medium density residential at all in this location. And I guess one thing that will be noticeable on this one compared to probably every other, well, compared to every other property in the, um, or, or suburb in the um, top 10 is that the median price on this one is only $873,000. Interesting. So much lower median value there in Rochdale South. Um, we've also got um, a 10 year growth rate of 128.2%. Um, and when we look at the last 12 months of growth, 44.1% just in the last 12 months alone. Um, so that equates to about 34% of the um, total 10-year growth just coming through in the last 12 months. So number eight, um, we move to Cleveland. Cleveland is, again, a little bit of distance from the CBD, 24.3 um, kilometres east of the CBD. Um, Cleveland out towards the bay sort of area um, when you're heading out towards the water out that way. Um, yeah, it's actually not a Brisbane City Council um, suburb. It's actually in the Redlands Shire, but um, it has come through in the top 10 anyway. Um, as Scott said, 24.3 kilometres east of the CBD and four-bedroom homes um, in this location at 1,619 views per listing. So really strong demand coming through for, for those larger homes that are Bayside in Cleveland. Um, 10 year growth for median values in this location, 110.9%. Um, so not as high as um, uh, we saw back in the uh, locations closer to the CBD, especially Cooperoo. Uh, um, and in the last 12 months, this location has actually experienced 35.4% growth in the median value. So uh, when we look at that as a proportion of the total 10 year growth, we've got um, just under 32% of the 10 year growth has come through in the last 12 months in Cleveland. Now, uh, median price out there is a million and 80. Um, now I know we've, we've thrown Cleveland in there and, and not being in the Brisbane City Council area, so do apologize for that one. But um, we'll move on to number seven, which is Windsor. Windsor 3.6 kilometers north of the CBD. Yeah, Windsor is one of those locations that um, has a mixture of housing types. Um, we've got some character Queenslander homes. Um, we've got some unit developments. Um, some of those unit developments are medium density developments, especially along the main road. Um, but we've also got some um, 
low to medium density residential properties. So that will incorporate some townhouses and um, some units along the train corridor through there as well. So a four bedroom um, home was was the uh, the type of property that attracted the most views, and um, at an average of one thousand six hundred six hundred and seventy six. Um, median price, one million four hundred and ten for Windsor. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, now, obviously, and I'm going to put out a disclaimer at this point. Um, we haven't corrected this data for the size of the um, suburbs, nor have we corrected this data for the number of properties available um, for sale in these suburbs. So there can be some data. Um, um, differences because of that. So I want to put that disclaimer out. So this is purely looking at views per property. However, it tells you the volume of buyers that are looking for a specific product type in a specific location. So 1,676 views for every four bedroom property that becomes available for sale in Windsor. It's pretty high demand. Um, now that is the data that's taken from the last 12 months. So it'll be really interesting to track how this changes um, in the months ahead as the demand may shift um, in the future. As a suburb, we're looking um, for all houses. Windsor's median value has shifted 123.5% according to CoreLogic over the last 10 years. Um, now, again, being closer to the CBD, we have seen 28% price growth over the last 12 months. Um, however, out of the last 10 years, that represents only 22.6% of the total growth um, over the, the last 10 years. So what this sort of information tells us is that some suburbs perform a lot better regardless of greater market conditions than other suburbs. Um, and it becomes really prevalent um, in areas where, you know, there's been really low growth historically, especially over the last 10 years. And in some locations, especially in Greater Brisbane, um, this data is showing that up to 50% of the growth over the last 10 years has just come through in the last 12 months. Um, and they're the suburbs that um, are potentially at risk of seeing price falls because, you know, those that type of growth, um, it's sort of the rising tide lifts all ships. Um, and you may not have the buyers to sustain those prices because previously um, in a flat market, there's been no growth or, or in fact, negative growth. Uh, number six. So we're jumping to number six, Paddington. Um, Paddington's located about 2.6 kilometres west of the CBD, um, just out near, um, I was going to call it Lang Park, but Suncorp Stadium. Now you show uh, your age. Just out past there. Um, so Paddington, um, you're looking at... A, Four bedroom homes were um, the most searched there, and one thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight. Yeah, one thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight views per listing. Paddington, um, in a northwestern suburb, um, very popular character Queenslander homes. A lot of um, character Queenslander cottages. A very few sprinklings of um, of townhouses and units, but certainly not high density. Only low density. Um, very popular with cafe precincts um, as well and very easy access into the CBD as Scott said um, only 2.6 kilometers west of the CBD. Um, Median price um, $1,840,000. Yeah and Paddington has um, had uh, strong growth over the last 10 years 157.7% price growth over that 10-year period and so when we look at the last 12 months about 28% um, change in the median value. So um, that represents a, uh, about 
0.7% over of the total growth over the last 10 years. So again, some of these some suburbs perform well in terms of capital growth or median value growth, uh, regardless of broader market conditions. Um, and that's a really interesting trend that this data um, is showing us. So sliding into number five, top five now, um, we go to Wavell Heights. Um, property there with the one, uh, the most views on that is actually goes for a three bedroom um, home. So Wavell Heights is about 8.2 kilometres north of the CBD. Um, three bedroom homes, the average um, views on that were 1,779. Yeah, so this is the first um, type of three bedroom property um, that out. Um, I guess you could say outweighs the, the four bedroom properties in terms of the views per listing. So Wavell Heights, um, Wavell Heights, very close to the Chermside uh, Westfield precinct, um, also a very short distance to the airport and the Port of Brisbane precinct, um, close to the Prince Charles Hospital as well. Um, we've seen a lot of properties in Wavell Heights being purchased for developers who are knocking them down and building brand new. So it is the first suburb to the north of the CBD that's dominated by low density housing. So we've seen a big shift in um, in the demand for properties in this location. So it doesn't surprise me that it hits the top 10 list, um, but it isn't for four bedroom houses, it's for three bedroom houses. So that's an interesting trend. And the median um, price in Wavell Heights, $1,270,000. And again, that's for houses. So when we look at the last um, 10 years in terms of median value change, it's been 148 0.4% according to CoreLogic in terms of um, the change in median values across all houses in Wavell Heights. Over the last 12 months, strong performance, 35.5% price growth. Um, and that as a proportion of total 10-year growth, it's about 23.9%. So um, again, a strong performer regardless of broader market conditions, um, the sort of suburb um, that you know maintains high demand despite um, broader um, economic environments. So we go from Wavell Heights and we go um, out to the west a little bit. What seven, number are we up to? 7.8 kilometres west of the CBD. Number four is The Gap. Um, the Gap. So The Gap, yeah, four-bedroom home. And um, the average views in a, for a four-bedroom home in The Gap is 1,940 views. So we're definitely jumping up there for four-bedroom homes. Um, now, again, you know, people potentially looking for affordability. We are a low-density suburb when we're looking at the gap. Very few um, townhouses, predominantly houses on single lots. Um, and, of course, bordering a lot of um, nature reserves You on the, you know, foot of the, the mountain precinct, um, Mount Glorious, et cetera, Mount Nebo, um, to the west of the CBD. So quite a picturesque area and very green and leafy. Very popular for the inaugural reserve in summertime. People are going out for a swim. Yeah, for sure. Um, so median value in the gap. Median value in the gap is $1,140,000. And that's across all houses. So when we look at the last 10-year median value change in the gap, 119.8% um, has been the 10-year change. Over the last 12 months, houses have grown by 26.9% according to um, suburb level core logic data. And then we've got um, about 22.4% of the total 10-year growth um, has come through just in the last 12 months. So again, a pretty consistent performer regardless of the, um, the booming market that we've had across the last 12 months. So number three, 
Number three is Chapel Hill, 8.6 kilometres west of the CBD. Um, Four-bedroom home at Chapel Hill. Um, the views on that one, 1,956. Um, if I just flick back to what we were at number, t uh, you know, the first one that we talked about, Cooper, we were at 1,562. So we've gone to Chapel Hill, four-bedroom home, 1,956. Yeah, that's a lot of views per listing, especially when we reflect back to the average number of views for four-bedroom homes, and that was, remember, 688 um, or the median number of views per listing, 645. So we're nearly uh, just under four times that in terms of the demand for four-bedroom properties in Chapel Hill. Green, leafy suburb, um, western suburbs of Brisbane, um, easy commute into the CBD, although a little bit of traffic coming in along Moggle Road and the, the Centenary Highway. But, um, you know, a, lo a location where you get a lot of bang for your buck, the median value. Median value at Chapel Hill is $1,350,000. So Chapel Hill over the last 10 years has recorded median value price growth of 132.9%. And when we look at the last 12 months, 34% of that price growth has come through um, just in the last year alone. And that represents 25.5% um, of the total growth over the last 10 years. So another, another consistent performer um, regardless of the, the boom market that we experienced over the last 12 months. So number two, uh, number two, again, a four-bedroom house um, in this area, Carindale. Yeah, it's pretty interesting when you um, consistently sort of see some of these four-bedroom houses um, come up. It's it's a really interesting trend that, that we're seeing. Um, 8.5 kilometres southeast of the CBD, um, and we've got 2,004 views yep, four per bed, four listing. bedroom home. Yeah, per listing. So pretty high and strong demand for um, four bedroom houses in Carindale. And the median price in Carindale is $1,470,000. So a little bit more expensive. Um, doesn't really change the 10 year median value growth. Um, what we've experienced there is 143%. Um, over the last 10 years. When we look at the last 12 months, um, we've got 34.8% price growth just in the last 12 months alone. Um, and that represents 24.2% uh, of the total 10-year growth. So um, you'll find a lot of um, larger homes, a lot of brick homes out in Carindale um, area. Uh, so a lot of people are attracted to the larger blocks of land um, with the, the huge sort of floor plans. They really are big family homes and um, much newer than some of the areas closer in towards the CBD. So number one, coming in at number one is Mount Gravatt East. Um, and it's actually a three bedroom home. Um, so a three bedroom home, Mount Gravatt East, um, was the most, um, had the most views on average. Um, so it was 2,060 views. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, so Mount Gravatt East as a suburb, 8.3 kilometres southeast of the CBD. So um, it actually adjoins some of the, um, it adjoins Mount Gravatt. Um, it also adjoins Mansfield. Um, so obviously very popular school catchment um, zone in Mansfield there. Um, when we look at the median value for all of the houses in Mount Gravatt East. So $1,110,000. So relatively affordable location um, here as well. And just knowing 
uh, what we see on the ground. We've definitely got more people um, that are interested in the three-bedroom house simply because of affordability. So that 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 when we go to four-bedroom homes, the demand in Mount Gravatt East actually drops off. So it's quite interesting to see the difference um, for the three-bedroom versus the four-bedroom um, in terms of the 10-year price growth, we've got 149.9% price growth over the last 10 years in Mount Gravatt East, which is pretty strong growth. Um, of that, 40.4% has come through just in the last uh, 12 months, and that represents 26.9% of the total price growth over the last 10 years. So a fairly consistent performer, um, regardless of broader market conditions as well. And I think that's um, simply because these sorts of suburbs, um, whilst they're attracting demand right now, um, or certainly over the last 12 months, they are the sort of suburbs that um, are usually in high demand regardless of broader market conditions because of the lifestyle um, that people are looking for and, and that's why they are attracted to some of these locations. Now, just one, one little thing we want to touch on here just towards the end of this. Obviously, when we talk about um, buying properties, talk about location selection, um, We've focused on the Brisbane city area, um, but if, if you go to a couple of other locations, um, other um, council areas, and you have a look at some of the information there, it'll just give you an idea what Melinda was talking about when she was doing the 10-year the in the last um, year or so, those changes and what it was as well. So um, we'll, we'll touch on that with Brisbane City Council. We've got Moreton Bay and we've got Ipswich Logan suburbs as well. So what I want to do here is I, I was talking about the proportion of growth that came through in the last 12 months um, as a proportion of the total growth over the last 10 years. And when we look at all suburbs across the Brisbane City Council region, um, we saw an average of um, 126% price growth over the last 10 years. And um, of that, 27% um, of that growth was coming through in the last 12 months. When we go to Moreton Bay suburbs and look at all of those suburbs, um, on average, 100% price growth across all suburbs in Moreton Bay over the last 10 years. So that's a little less than Brisbane City Council. Um, and of that, 34% of the price growths come through just in the last 12 months. So that's a little bit lower 10-year growth and a little bit higher um, 12-month growth. Um, and I've combined all of the suburbs in Ipswich and Logan for the purpose of this analysis. 83.6% um, 10-year price growth for the combined suburbs across all of Ipswich and Logan over the last 10 years. And this is what's really interesting. Uh, the average um, amount of price growth that's come through in the last 12 months from that 83% total 10-year growth has been 52%. So what that suggests is in the, the nine years prior, um, there was, you know, less than 25% of that 10-year growth that came through. So mm. really interesting data, and we've got this down to a suburb level that we um, we help our, to educate our clients with. But this is the sort of information that helps us understand what happens long-term versus what happens short-term because, you know, the rising tide does lift all ships in a low-interest rate environment. We've seen property prices escalate rapidly rapidly across the board um, that's not going to continue it won't continue it can't continue um, and we'll go back to that consistent long-term trend where you know some locations will always outperform other locations based on local supply and demand metrics um, and that sort of gives us a bit of a snapshot view in terms of you know greater Brisbane locations you know what happens over the long term versus what can happen in a short-term period of time yeah so location I think if, if you're looking to, to invest um, in the Brisbane City area, um, then obviously 
gives you some idea of where people are looking, um, median prices and what they're looking for as well. So if you're a buyer, um, a home buyer or an investor and you're looking in any of those top 10 most in-demand locations, just be aware that you'll probably still be um, competing with other buyers uh, because they are the most in-demand locations. They are getting the most views per listing and often when you've got something that's higher demand, um, you'll you'll still see price escalation, but you'll also um, probably see more competition and that's what continues to support values when there's more buyers interested in those types of properties. And it's interesting to know all that information, um, to have all these breakdowns in front of us um, and um, obviously Pauline putting all that together for us helps us to obviously have a look at um, where the demand is, where people are looking um, because, um, you know, that's where you want to buy, where a lot of people are looking and what do people want to buy? Because if you go to sell, you want a lot of people wanting to buy that property as well. So That's right. It's not just when you buy, it's when you sell that you want those buyers to, to still, you know, want your property as much as um, you want that when you are the purchaser yourself. Cool. So um, I know we threw a lot of numbers there pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone caught all that really, really fast. Um, look, I um, it's been good chatting again, throwing a lot of numbers at you. Um, we've got some more guests coming on soon, so exciting times. Um, hopefully everyone's enjoying our, our little podcast that we do to help people out and understand um, what's happening here in beautiful Brisbane. So um, I will let Melinda wrap it up as we normally do, and I will talk again next week. So thanks very much for listening and take care and bye for now. Thanks again for tuning in to the Brisbane Property Podcast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. And once again, a big shout out to Pauline who works with us in the Philippines for all of the time that she's put into collating this data for our team, but also for us to share um, some of this information with you on this podcast. As always, if you enjoy what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, Tell us what you love about the podcast and please also share this podcast with your friends and family. Have a fabulous week. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.